Hello, and welcome to another episode of Intelligence for Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard. Our guest this week is none other than Dr. Amy Shaw. She's the author of the new book, I'm So Effing Tired. That's really the title of it. We're going to talk about burnout, why it's on the rise, how to free yourself from the cycle of low energy, all the different things you can do to get the most energy. Uh, I don't know about you. I I feel like... Uh, all I do is think about going to sleep. I'm tired all the time. I'm over-caffeinated. I'm in this horrible cycle. Well, she's going to teach us how to break the cycle. Very excited to have uh, to share that with you. Also, I've got two quick pieces of intelligence you guys can just take with you in your pocket right now. Uh, that's coming up in a second. But first, a quick word from our sponsors, including Rocket Mortgage. This part of Intelligence for Life, the podcast, is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. Thanks again to uh, our sponsors, including Rocket Mortgage. Here we go. Two quick pieces of intelligence. Start your day with three minutes of good news, and the rest of your day will be better. That's according to positive psychologist Dr. Michelle Guillen, an expert in the science of happiness. She says, studies show the news we read or hear in the morning has a big impact on our mood for the whole day. And being exposed to just three minutes of uplifting news raises happiness levels by 27% for at least eight hours. So get yourself some good news. Uh, I don't know where you get good news. There's a couple Instagram accounts that specialize in that, like Tank's Good News. Uh, Here's another piece of intelligence. The Kraft Yarn Council found that 53% of people surveyed between the ages of 18 to 34 say they crochet or knit daily. And it's not just for women. Men are into it too, all because of recent research showing how relaxing it can be. Knitting, crocheting can induce a relaxed state similar to meditation and yoga. So get yourself some yarn. Uh, what, what choice do you have? I mean, this is the best way to handle stress. We got, we got to do it. Okay, here we go. My interview with Dr. Amy Shaw. Dr. Amy Shaw, author of the new book, I'm So Effing Tired, a proven plan to beat burnout, boost your energy, and reclaim your life. Thank you so much for being a part of the show with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me today. Okay, so Dr. Shah, your your book kind of outlines uh, a problem that I've experienced in my own life, right? Which is we are all overstressed, overworked, overextended, and that creates in us this sort of addiction to caffeine, uh, a, a, this addiction to all kinds of other things that stimulate us. Uh, we're always trying to get the most out of the least amount of time investment in ourselves, uh, and you argue in the book that it's creating a serious... I mean, we, we have an energy crisis, and it has nothing to do with natural resources. It has to do with our own internal energy. Uh, and we've created this loop. How do we break yeah. this loop? You know, uh, First of all, you know, what is this problem, and, and, and how do we get out of it? Such a great question. We have a huge problem, and it's just gotten worse over the last year. We, we yeah. were always burned out and tired, but it's increased 33% in the last year. Mm -hmm. We know that we have a problem with the way we eat, our lifestyle, our responsibilities. Um, I would argue that it's a problem of three things. It's when we're eating, it's how we're eating, it's the lifestyle practices and stress control that we don't really do on a daily basis. Just like you alluded to before this call, we are adding stress to our lives, but never figuring out how to counteract that on a right. daily basis. Right, right. So, I mean, I wake up, I, the first thing I think about, it's, you know, I feel like a comic strip from the, from the 80s. <laughs> like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Yes. I, 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 the, I, I really, I can't even begin to connect to the world around me until I've stimulated myself a little bit. And it's every day at this point 
yeah. I, I feel, I mean, I love my coffee. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I want to quit coffee. I'm just saying I can feel that I have, I am dependent on this thing. And then I can also feel that my sleep gets worse and worse as time goes by. Absolutely. It's also because we don't get a lot of natural light during the day. Yeah. And we get a lot of bright light at night because just like you said, a lot of parents or, you know, working people use that time to unwind in front of the TV or in front of the computer right. or using their cell phone. And you're getting all kinds of blue light at the wrong times of the day. So a lot of this has to do with circadian rhythms, a light and dark cycle that run our bodies. I, I want to talk about how we begin to unpack that, but I also do want to give myself a little bit of permission here. It's like, look, I have I work all day. I have I have kids at home that are doing remote learning, so I have to I have to work tech support for them online yeah. throughout half the day, keep them on task, working on the things they're supposed to be working on. And when I finally get them to bed, I get a couple of hours to actually be me, and uh, and in doing so. I push my sleep every single every single night, and I and it, and it creates a sort of ripple effect. Again, I'll stay up until until eleven or twelve just to have some time to myself. So, I mean, obviously, I know that's bad, but but how do I balance that with with I need to be me? I completely understand. It's not like I'm. Uh, I don't advise people in the book to take you know three or four hours to do other things. What I say, simple little changes, even as simple as getting a little bit of bright light, like natural light mm -hmm. from the sky, uh, for one to two minutes in the morning, and then one to two minutes in the evening. That's something you can easily even take a call outside take uh, your lunch outside. You can go for a walk to the coffee shop. Um, it's really, really simple changes. Changing the timing of your food intake, the changing the type of food intake. I want to get it so that coffee is for taste and that you're not using it right. for literally getting through your day. Sure. Sure. Okay. So how do we begin to, I mean, look, I, I think our, our food uh, puts us in this place where we have these high uh, high glycemic, high energy foods yes. that give us sort of a hormonal surge and then a big crash. And we've all experienced that. In fact, for a long time before I started eating uh, lower glycemic foods, uh, we used to joke in the production offices that you could set a watch by my 3 p.m. yawn every single day. Yeah. Like you would just know, oh, Gib is yawning. It's 3 p.m. Just because yeah. of that was my, my rhythm was set that I would have this huge energy flag at that point in the day. Um, so I, I switched to eating some lower glycemic foods, be, really being paying attention to what my blood sugar would do and, and keeping my blood sugar as even as possible. Um, uh, you know, I can tell you how I did that, but you're the doctor here. So, so uh, is that a good tool for tackling this? And, and what should people be doing for that? Absolutely. What you did for yourself is something that I talk about very often is really trying to get off that sugar roller coaster, which will give you a crash. Now, remember that we have a natural dip in energy around 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're going to um, never have a dip in the energy. That's natural. But what we want to do is we don't want it to be exaggerated. And we want to counter that by eating lots and lots of fibrous, low sugar foods. So biggest thing I talk about in my book is one, eating prebiotic fibers. These are vegetables that feed the good gut bacteria. So not only are you getting blood sugar balance, but you're really setting yourself up for that gut brain connection that is so sorely needed for us, where 
um, you know, food feeds that good gut bacteria, that good gut bacteria can talk to your immune system, can talk to your hormones, can talk to your brain in the best way possible. It's like you're feeding these little people that live inside your body mm. that are doing all of that connecting and going to give you a lot more energy. So really lots of fibrous foods. So uh, prebiotic fibers are especially high, things like asparagus or onions or jicama. Um, but really any vegetable matter is going to be a great way to kind of balance those blood sugars. And of course, get yourself off of the Pop-Tarts and the, the drive-through and the Frappuccinos and, you know, all of those sugary things that hijack our brains, basically. Right. Well, so the, the processed foods, I and mean, we talk about this a lot, the processed foods are, are literally made in a lab to give yes. you the to, to hijack your brain's reward system. So you when you eat it, your brain is gonna go, Wow, we just got something really amazing. And then but it doesn't really care about what's happening to your body. The, the lab doesn't care what happens in 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or even two hours later, because all they want is for you to reach for another one. That's that's yeah. the game. So go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, in nature, they did an experiment. In nature, birds see this speck of red and they start pecking. But in the lab, you can make the speck of red a big red stop sign sized speck. Mm -hmm. And this bird goes crazy pecking because our brains are wired that way. And right. that's what happens. These processed foods companies have done that to us. Mm -hmm. Instead of loving a little bit of sweetness, which we are wired to like, that's how we know food is safe for us to eat. They have exaggerated that signal. So now we don't even like that natural stuff because right. We want the exaggerated signal. You know, I explain this to my kids all the time that those foods are made to be exaggerated, sure. feel good foods. You cannot let that take over your brain. Oh, g give up sugar, <laughs> give, give up processed sugar for two weeks and then eat an apple. <sighs> it's a yeah. totally different experience. It's a totally Absolutely. different experience. You taste everything in that apple in a totally different way. That's I, it. I also uh, talk about like, you know, teas, like something like a chai tea, for example, really will help balance that blood sugar because you can use no sugar or you can use stevia and then you can use cinnamon in it which is um balancing oh then yeah you can put ginger and cardamom these are really great almost like blood sugar balancing medicinal foods so i talk about using uh delicious chai in your when you're trying to get off this sugar train so uh, l let me ask you this then so we, we you're talking about these prebiotic fiber foods so you're, you're talking about basically Fibery vegetables, green leafy yeah. vegetables, asparagus, yeah. jicama. Yeah. Uh, can we supplement it? Does psyllium husk do the trick? Or is yeah. that a totally different game? That's a great question. So you can supplement some of it, but the complexity of the fiber mixed with the phytochemicals, like we do, say you're eating an asparagus, right? The fibers mixed with the green phytochemicals have this special effect on your body rather than the fiber that you would get just from an additional thing you could add to your smoothie or drink. I don't think it's necessarily bad to add that, but I would say that would be in addition to eating all of those vegetables, you could add extra fiber if you needed it. Okay. So basically what you're saying is there's no shortcut. Like, honestly, <laughs> you, you've got to go... We've got to go back and start eating the vegetables that maybe we didn't like as a kid. And we got to we have to figure out a way to, to make them palatable. Yeah, I, I tell people it's like a four S, either one of the four S's. Put them in a soup, put them in a scramble, put them in a smoothie or put them in a salad. And you can easily think of that as a way to both eat on a daily basis. And I also tell people 
not to eat late at night, something called circadian fasting, because circadian rhythms run our energy systems. Okay, so so uh, unpack that because uh, you know a lot of nutritionists that I talk to say, look, a hundred calories at ten p.m. is the same as a hundred calories at 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 three p.m. It's just you know, it, it, I guess it will if, affect your sleep, but it's it's calories in, calories out is really what you're trying to measure in terms of losing weight, in terms of balancing your your diet. But why 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 does timing matter so much? Timing matters so much. In fact, what happens is melatonin, when it's released, you know, the sleep hormone that's Mm -hmm. released in our body two to three hours before bed, not only tells our brain to start to go to sleep, but it tells our pancreas, for example, hey, stop producing insulin, stop producing digestive enzymes, and now switch to the repair and renewal mode. Because everything in our bodies is on a clock, just like our brains cannot function 24-7. They need a break for sleep. Same thing with our digestion and our metabolism. And what we're finding out more and more is that the more you kind of disregard this, so people who are eating really late at night, um, people who are eating super early in the morning, the worse it is for your metabolism. Okay, so so even early in the morning, I I, I didn't I wasn't aware of that. So so you'd suggest we wait? Should we eat with the sun? Like is that is that the yeah. thing we need to eat like farmers? Yeah, think about a thousand years ago how we are evolutionarily and biologically wired. We were wired to kind of turn down the eating or maybe just turn it off right after sunset. Didn't eat a ton of calories back in the day and probably shouldn't be doing that now. What kind of food choices are you really making close to bed? And then in the morning, just the like first mom thing, always said, nothing good yeah. happens after 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and there's this other saying that I heard, um, eat after six and forever on your hips or something like that. And there was an old because people realize that when you eat late at night, you just have a bigger chance to carry that on onto your body as fat. So if you think about it in the morning, the first thing you do, you roll out of bed and a lot of people reach for the toast and the coffee and they're starting to eat a banana, yogurt, whatever whatever it is. But really, if you think about it, first thing in the morning, coffee's okay, but maybe you want to get a little bit of sunlight. Maybe you want to do a little bit of a workout. Use up that stored insulin, a stored glucose in your body before you start to replenish it so mm. that your body gets to use up some of that stored energy. And then, and that'll that'll then redirect whatever calories you eat back to the stored energy instead of turning that straight into fat. Is that is that exactly? So I'm not talking huge amounts of fasting, like you know you hear on the internet, like people are fasting for days. I'm talking about 12 to 14, 15 hours. That's mm. nothing. That's like saying 7 p.m. That's like saying 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Right. Or 7 p.m. to 9 or 10 a.m. And then, and then, and that'll that'll affect your the way that you the the hormone balance and and also the way that you store that food. Is that correct? One of the one of the it'll help your metabolism and it'll help your energy. One of the best ways to get more energy is to stop eating two to three hours before bed in the morning. Get some natural light. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a little bit of a nature workout, a walk, stretch, whatever you have time for, even if it's a few minutes. And then you break your fast and see how much energy you have after even just a few days of doing this. So I, uh, we live in a society that, I mean, I, I know people, I know people that try to send emails late at night to sort of show <laughs> off how late they work into the evening. Yeah. 
uh, you, you know, you, you sit around, you brag about how much time people, uh, you, how many hours a week you work. Oh, you only work 40 hours a week. We like look down on that and we, we, we emphasize working 50, 60, even 80 or 100 hours a week as some sort of badge of honor. That does not seem conducive to this circadian balancing that you're talking about, whether it's with the fasting, with the sleep, with the access to natural light. Uh, and I know yeah. your emphasis is on a 14 day program that includes small changes. So, uh, for the people, for those of us out there who are sort of addicted to this burnout lifestyle, uh, how do we, what's the first step we can start taking in order to avoid this? This is a great, great topic because you're right. In our society, it's a badge of honor to say, I'm so burned out. I need an emergency vacation or emergency mental health day. That is a sign that you are doing too much. Hmm. So why don't we reward the people who are actually taking steps to prevent burnout so they can be more productive and bring more value to the team than someone who is like working around the clock. For example, something as simple as taking two minutes, one minute twice a day, so two minutes a day, going outside, getting a little bit of sunlight, maybe getting out of your to-do list and doing some kind of what we call vagal stimulation. Vagal stimulation just means that instead of being in the sympathetic, high cortisol, adrenaline mode all day, that's the go, go, go mode, Mm -hmm. get out of your to-do list just for a minute. So getting out of your to-do list will be as simple as going deep breathing. So the exhale um, gets you into kind of a more relaxed uh, mode. Mm. You can hum, You can, you know, back in the day, you could pray, you could meditate, whatever, one minute, that's all you need. One minute, twice a day is the first step. Then the second step, I would do the circadian fasting, which means no eating uh, two hours before bed, and then in the morning, getting some nice light in the morning. And then at night, not getting so much blue light. Maybe you don't need fluorescent lighting in your bedroom and right. the TV on and right. the computer. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's something that we want to um, limit and edit. Okay, but as a human, I need to feel like a person in the in the evening instead of just a taskmaster and a parent, right? So I want at the end of the day, I want some time to get to be to get to connect in the ways that I like. I like watching shows and movies and I obviously I can't do that while I'm working. I like catching up with friends online and texting as as I get and and even reading on my device where I keep everything. So, how do I maintain the little bit of connection that I have left to the outside world while also uh, being true to this idea of 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 emphasizing my my long-term energy and avoiding burnout because I, I can't I can't give that up altogether. I mean, how important is that? Can I can I keep some semblance of that and maintain my humanity in this process? Absolutely. So one thing I say is that one day you take off for those social connections, for the feel good, um, you know, uh, types of connections that make your energy um, good for the rest of the week. Okay, and you know, just limit the hours. Like maybe you don't stay up so late every night. Maybe there's two or three nights a week where you actually decide to get seven to nine hours of sleep. That is a great first step. Maybe you wear blue light blocking glasses or turn off some of the devices um, before bed. You don't need to be constantly connected. Give yourself a chance to replenish that energy on a daily basis, not just, you know, crash and burn on the weekends. Right. 
Right. Oh, yeah. It's just that, you know, again, there's this, you know, there's so little, there's everything that I can do right now. And technology is great. We were talking about this earlier. I have, I, I can maintain a connection. You and I can be talking in, on different sides of the globe if we, if we wanted to be. But that does require this interruptive light, this blue light for us to be able to do it. I mean, screens are everything right now. So what Absolutely. I, re- I really want to be able to do to do both. I want to be able to be the best version of myself for the day, but also to counteract some of this this screen power. Um, and I, I hear what you're saying. Like one day, one day to really focus on that, or one day to unpack that is is, is good. Uh, is there? Uh, you know, you say seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, is there a shortcut? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, is there but a way to do that better? Um, so basically keeping a schedule and really, really trying two or three days a week to um, catch up on your sleep. And if you can't, take a 20-minute power nap and catch up that way. This is another sure. great trick I, um, I put in the book. Basically, a 20-minute power nap can do wonders for you. So is that enough? Like, I mean, I have young children and they keep me up a lot. So I... I, I Yes, some nights I can sleep seven to nine hours continuously. Other nights I've got one kid after the other who has needs. They need water or they yeah. went to bed or whatever. And yeah. so I really don't have a lot of control or say on my day-to-day sleep. How do I begin to is there is there a shortcut for me like where where I you know where I'm I'm kind of stuck not not being able to get that seven to nine hours, but I then need to operate the next day. I need to be you know at full capacity. Is there is there a shortcut? Yeah, getting some bright sunlight in the mm, morning mm. is a great shortcut. If you live in a dark place, get a happy light from Amazon. Oh. 10,000 lux. It's 20 minutes of a happy light while you're getting ready for work. You're going to feel like a million bucks. It's like a jolt of coffee. The book, I'm So Effing Tired, A Proven Plan to Beat Burnout, Boost Your Energy, and Reclaim Your Life Thank by you Dr. So Amy Shaw. Dr. Shaw, two questions that, I'm gonna, that I ask you, that I ask yeah. everybody before I let you go. First and foremost, what is one thing we are sorry. Before I say, before I ask that, what? How can people follow up with you aside from buying the book? Um, I'm at FastingMD on Instagram. I'm at AmyMDWellness.com, or you can get the book. It's called I'm So Effing Tired. A uh, link. Dot com. A link to where to buy the book. A link to uh, the website, as well as a link to uh, uh, Dr. Shaw's social in the in the show notes. One last question: What is one thing we can all start doing today that will make our lives a whole lot better? One thing that you can do today is start syncing to your circadian rhythms. Mm. Get some sunlight, reduce the blue light, and start circadian fasting. You're going to feel like a million bucks. I, I promise. Know, these are all great points. I just, I want the pill. I want the magic. I want the I thing, the, the shortcut. That is the magic. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dr. Shaw. Okay. Have a good one. All right. You too. That's it for our show today. If you like the show, please rate, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it helps us out so much. Thank you guys to those of you that have been doing it. Uh, if you want to follow up with us, facebook.com slash John Tesh. We're there live all the time. We do uh, little live check-ins with people. You can comment and, and talk to us. It's, it's a great time. Uh, John's also on Instagram at John Tesh underscore IFYL. I am Gib Gerard. You can find me at facebook.com slash Gib Gerard or at Gib Gerard on Instagram and Twitter. I try to respond to every message, every mention, every DM about the show, uh, including having a couple of guests on that you guys have picked because ultimately I do the show for you guys. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs>